Welcome to Startup Confidential. What food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 43. Your product isn't done. Sorry. Actually, I'm, I'm not sorry. Your product just launched? Great! Unlikely, it's really fully baked. It's not because most of you are new to CPG. This is not another gray hair on the digital airwaves patronizing the noobs. That would be way too simple and mean. So why do I have such a strong opinion? Research. And one other thing. I used to participate in gargantuan product development efforts at big companies. Often three years long, these projects would begin with almost academic levels of contextual research, concept screening, iterating, tweaking, all before one lousy product had even been made in their ginormous factory, let alone consumed by a real human being. At Bitco, the emphasis is on the politics of the launch as much as it is on the potential business value. Everyone there wants a trail of consultants, decks, and forecasts to justify the launch and to get everyone off the hook when it fails to sustain any scale or fails to scale at all. The latter is the case most of the time, in part, because the forecasting tools of Bitco are calibrated to yesterday's mainstream offerings, leading to totally non-incremental, dull, not-memorable replacements of existing product experiences consumer boredom, and basically little repeat purchase. Like 10% or less on an annual basis. Ouch! So much for market research and forecasting, Bitco. The advantage that CPG entrepreneurs have is that they design their innovation for a known behavioral niche in which they actively participate right now. That niche is the product of combining emerging attributes with a category they haven't appeared in yet. Intuition from inside the niche guides the successful entrepreneur, not market research. You are not a bureaucrat more concerned about furthering your career with a conservative idea more likely to succeed than satisfying the end consumer with meaningful innovation. The mystery that you, the founder, have not likely figured out at launch is how to communicate your innovation with A, the right consumer audience to generate cash-efficient sales early on, and B, the audiences that can help scale the business later on. The likelihood that you've figured out the second audience at launch is super remote, let alone how the brand identity should be set up or pivoted to garner their attention. You are also unlikely to be able to see the boring outcomes that matter to the audience that will eventually scale your business and to be able to fine-tune the symbolism or storytelling required to maximize memorability and trial from the right consumers. Often I see founders jump to a rebrand due to poor business performance without, without doing their homework on their end consumer. Often the most valuable consumers have already looked past your messed up symbolism and communications and figured out your offering, really, before you have. And this may or may not be reflected in your overall sales performance. You could be doing really well and still not figured it out. This was the case for Chobani, Crave, Siggy's, Kind, and so many other skate ramp brands that, unlike Skinny Pop, were not automatically accepted up front as genius ideas. Consumers figured it out ahead of all the analysts, though. You have to reach out and tap what they've figured out 
The more optimized your package symbolism and out-of-store messaging is, the better your trial rate among strong purchase intent, i.e. price-insensitive premium buyers will be. This is optimization only fan interaction can help you achieve. But you have to collect information from your fans to figure out all of this. Too often I encounter founders guessing with a graphic designer or hiring cheap branding outfits that don't use data to drive their decisions. Face smack. Getting your product finished, so to speak, is also about objectively understanding your sensory experience and knowing how to scientifically communicate it to co-manufacturers. This is not as simple as making it taste like the market leader in your category. I mean, sometimes it is. Often, though, the real competitive edge is something marginal to the mainstream of sensory expectations in the category, but not totally disgusting. A marginality in sensory experience that has the potential to convert enthusiastic fans over time. This is exactly what Spindrift and Sikis have accomplished. Package symbolism, external communications, sensory cues. It's amazing how many founders can see one thing in their line when highly lucrative fans see something else entirely. Co-creation is the term once used to describe what I'm pointing to here. It was a brief design fad in the 2000s. It helped folks like IDO and Palo Alto design innovative experiences when conventional consumer research literally could not access novelty through language and conscious awareness. So they'd pay, for example, they'd literally pay rooms of kids to play with objects and then divine inferentially brilliant prototypes for toys from the children's amateur unconscious creations. I bring up the phase co-creation not to reawaken the fallacies of pre-launch overthink. Oh my god. I'm urging you to listen to your early fans as you're in the market so you can tap the real power of in-market innovation and iteration. The real world is the only real way to understand what a new CPG product line means and feels like. You cannot forecast it. You cannot hire an anthropologist to predict it. I'm sorry. Have I just handed every creeping branding agency a reason to call you? Probably. Because they'll read my book and they'll pretend to be able to figure this out. So if they do reach out citing my book, remember, they're graphic designers. They're not business strategists. If you hire them, make sure you have your own research and competitive strategy figured out before you do. You should never, ever hire executional agencies to devise your overall strategy. Ever. This is never done at Big Co. for a reason. That's your job to figure that stuff out. As a founder and a leader, you should know your consumers better than anyone else, not some branding agency you work with for two months. If you don't already, it's time to get on that so you can truly, really finish your product line. That's all I got, folks. And remember, be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his Founders Quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.